0: To another episode of the Cultivate and Keep podcast where we talk about what it means to be a man. And today is the third day of our two-week challenge where we are challenging people to share the best. So we're, uh, for the next two weeks, the first two weeks of December, we're doing a podcast episode a day and a blog post a day. And with that, we're also doing a challenge to whoever can share the most uh, gets a all-new uh, Kindle Paperwhite, the book of your choice, an exclusive limited-time run of uh, the Cultivate & Keep t-shirt and hat. Uh, also, second and third place get things as well. But listen, this is just a great way, just a little thing we're doing, a little project we're doing to get the word out. Uh, it's a win-win for you because you get um, cool things that we'll send you, and then we get greater exposure. So if you go to cultivateandkeep.com, slash challenge you can enter in some really quick information share it to your friends share it on social media that'll help us out and you can climb the leaderboard and uh at the end on december 14th that challenge will wrap up and we'll issue the winning prizes
1: uh can we do it me and you
0: no we can't oh, do it man. we well, would, actually i don't know if we would win we could i mean we'll do it but I mean, we're not gonna we win obviously
1: can't cory was a joke but I I want to challenge everyone who's listening to <laughs> I you join challenge you. the challenge. <laughs> nice, that sounds yeah. it's I, So compelling. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> uh, I, but I did want to say again that so with most like um you know things you do to like make an entry whatever it's like a random raffle who's going to win. Mm-hmm. But this one is not like that. Nope. So the more you do it, the more you share through the website, then the higher likelihood that you will win. Yes, because it's not a random draw; it's a, nope. a leaderboard. So if you yeah. share the most, then you're going to win. Bottom line.
0: Then you're going to win. And um, we would love for you to do that. So please share. Please enter the challenge. It's at com slash challenge. And we will look for you on social media. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the shout outs. Yeah. Oh, we will. We'll give you the shout outs, man. Wow. All right. Cool. Great. So uh, tell us what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah. So today or tonight, we are talking about time management, Ooh. which is my favorite topic. <laughs> really? Time management. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, yeah. So how to be a better steward and manager of your time. Hmm. Um, and so I was telling Corey a few weeks ago that um, I feel like in the past, I've been really good at time management and been pretty good at like having a lot going on, a lot on my plate and being able to kind of just handle it all. And um, I think generally I have a fairly high capacity, but recently I was telling you that I've had a hard time like being organized and like not being overwhelmed. Like there's just like a lot of new things on my plate right now. Mm. And it's all super, super unstructured and left to me. Like there is yeah. no like company policy or procedure for this. It's all just like whatever I make of it. And it's, and I've always thought I wanted that, which I do. It's been great. Don't get me wrong, but it's been hard. Like it's been challenging and mm. I never expected it to be that way. Um, and I've, I've been someone that's always been like self-motivated. I don't, I've never like, really needed like someone to tell me what to do. Um, when it comes to like chores or getting things done, whatever, but for some reason, I'm having a hard time. And so that's kind of what sparked this. And so um, I was really thinking through, like, what are the things that I used to do in the past that made me a, a decent time manager? And so kind of put some notes together. And um, me and Corey have obviously have talked about this a lot. And so, yeah, just the idea of what can we do to better manage our time. So we're going to talk about, for me and Corey, kind of tips and tricks that we do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of just get personal about it. Um, but also, like, you know, what are some, what are some ways to... Know, be a better steward of the time that you have you know
0: yeah and to give <clears throat> uh some further context into where we're coming from so you uh just bought a business and now you're taking over and i mean like you said it's it's all on you there's no company policy because you make the company policies mm-hmm. and it's a relatively small business and so really like you have all the freedom in the world basically mm-hmm. uh but that means that also it's going to be a struggle because you don't have someone else, you're not on someone else's time. You're on your own time, Mm -hmm. which makes time management ever more important for you.
1: Yeah. And so, so that that's true. But more than that, um, like when it comes to, to making a living, like I have no choice now, but to be productive, Mm, um, in the past and really with any job that you're at, it's easy to have days where you kind of skate by, you know, you don't get, maybe you don't get a lot done or you're distracted, but you still get your paycheck, you're clocked in or you're on salary. So you're still getting that, that pay. But now for me, it's, I can't have wasted days anymore. If I, if I waste my day, if I'm not productive, like I lose out an opportunity to make money. And so that's the other side of it is like the pressure that's with this hmm. now is because I'm not just talking about like being more efficient at my time. Like I'm talking about like surviving and living, surviving, and like yeah. making, making money to support my future family. So so yeah, that's kind of what sparked us. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And and for me to also give some context, uh, you know, I I work a full time job, but also we do this, and I have a wife, and we also do ministry, and we also have friends, and we have family, and so uh, something that I am realizing is that especially as I get older, and I I can't even imagine what it's like to be a parent right now. Um, I mean, in this season of life, mm-hmm. uh, but I am just realizing that like as you get older, and the more the more that you do, the less time that you have. And like the more important time management is because there's just always an ever increasing amount of things that demand your time. Mm -hmm. So it's important. I'm excited to talk about it.
1: Yeah, so we kind of can get into it. So when we talk about um, time management, we are really talking about the idea of being able to control your time and really just kind of juggling, you know, main aspects of life. So, you know, work, home life, social life, hobbies, you know, Corey kind of just explained that. Um, but I think kind of what we're getting at is really learning how to set aside non-essential tasks hmm. and spe- especially tasks that take up time um, and just things that we do that, do that waste our time. And I think there's a lot of that that exists and the, the reality is we have control over those things and one thing we talked about before was like before we, we recorded was um like what are common questions people might ask and uh you know one thing you said was like what about someone says i don't have time or oh like i go to work too early and i thought of like a hundred like counters to that in my head like, instantly yeah. it was like there's so many ways to squash that way of thinking because reality is it's up to us like we have to identify what is important to us what do we want to do mm-hmm. um especially i think when it comes to time management thinking of like what do you want to do like this week or today like what's in in the immediate future that you want to get done and simply uh prioritizing that and and making a way for that to happen um it's really it's on us to do
0: that yeah absolutely and one thing to point out too is that we all have 24 hours in a day like we're all given the same amount of time but that time is limited it's very limited i mean you only have like what like usually like 16 waking hours in the day, So you have to decide what you're going to do with those 16 hours. And I think for a lot of us, when we think about time management, we, you know, we can be convicted because maybe we don't feel like we're good stewards of our time, or maybe we waste a lot of time, or maybe we just don't feel good or confident about the, our time management abilities. Um, but the fact is that time is a limited resource for you every day going on for all of life. And so you have to treat it like that limited, you have to treat it like that precious thing um, that it really is.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So um, like I, I've been thinking about the
1: idea of time being, I said the idea, every episode I'm going to say, wow, um, I've been thinking about the thought of um, time being a, like a fleeting resource. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, like, I'm 23, like, wow. <laughs> you know, that this is like the prime time of my life. Hmm. And like, what am I doing? Like, what am I really like working on? And I like to think that I'm focused on good stuff, but I'm um, like, thinking... I don't know, like, what's going to happen 10, 20 years down the road where I'm out of this prime time, and, like, what am I going to, like, make for myself? Like, what is going to be, like, the life that I've, that I've lived and that I've done so far? And for me, it was convicting, thinking, like, wow, like, there is so much more to be done, you know? Mm. And I, but I think about, like, what about those people that we know that maybe they um they don't have a lot of things they're really, they're working on or they're focused on, like, I think it's important to recognize where where are you and where does your conviction lie? Because you can be someone that you don't have a you know a whole what's the word like a lot of activities that fill your life. You kind of explain for you that you there's a lot of things that you're involved with. So someone that's not involved with a lot that doesn't mean that they're wasting time. It doesn't mean that right, they're like right. not doing anything with their life. But all to say, it's um it's relative for each person is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know of, of how you spend your time and yeah. your level of conviction
0: for that. I think it also comes down to like different seasons and like what, what your time in your life calls for um, good point. early on. Like you said, you you said that you're kind of like in the prime time. If you're like you're 23, you have all the, the, all the time, all the resources, all the ability to go out and, and do the things that you want. But really, especially at a, at a younger age, um, this kind of season of our lives is all about investing. So what should our time reflect is to reflect a lot of activities that are about investing for the future. Whereas maybe if uh, you're in a season of being a new parent or, you know, a season of being a new parent, your time should reflect a lot of investing in your family and your relationships and your kids. If you're in a season of, um, you know, refreshment and you're trying to reprioritize your your time should reflect very essential things. Um, all that to say, you know, recognize the season that you're in and the things that you should be doing with your time for that season.
1: Yeah, and I think that... Um Whatever season you're in, whatever you're going yeah. through, I think it's important, kinda like you're saying, to really identify like what is imp- important to you and why. Once you mm. when, once you know that, then then there's an ability to I think better manage manage your time, but for the things that you want to do. um But even like when we know like what we want and we know our why, like it's still hard. Like time management is like super hard. And I think that's kind of what I'm learning now. Is like I think for me in the past has never been. Um, never been like super hard for me, but right now it's really hard. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I was telling you earlier that I've been having a hard time, like almost like honestly not being intimidated by the day. Like I think there's so many things I have to do. Yeah. Like I don't know like where to start and we'll get into that and get into later how we tackle that. But that's how I felt just feeling overwhelmed. Um, and so the question is like, why is it, why is managing our time so hard sometimes? Yeah. 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 It's
0: it is it is very hard and this goes back to you know some previous episodes like the last episode we were talking about um easy choices hard life hard life easy choices uh and that's very much reflected in our time because what we spend our time on ultimately reflects you know our life and all the consequences so if you're spending your time on the wrong things then guess what you get a very wrong result but if you spend your time on the right things then you get the right result. Mm-hmm. And so managing your time is hard uh, because it's a, it's a discipline. And it's because it's, I mean, every discipline is a discipline because it requires doing hard things time over time after time. Um, time management is one of those things where, it again, it doesn't come naturally. You have to fight against your urge to just waste it or to spend it on the wrong things, spend it on the easy things. And you have to fight that with mm-hmm. your discipline to manage your time correctly.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wanted to talk quickly about like a few benefits um, and yeah. like positive outcomes of uh, being someone that's a good stu- steward of your time. Um, first, and like most obvious one is, you know, we are more, more uh, productive and efficient with, with our time and what, what we can accomplish. Uh, and I want to say like, these are all obvious, but I think when you compare it to like, the negative outcome of not mm. being a good time manager, I think it's kind of like an aha moment, of like oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, like let me re- really work on this.
0: You have to remind yourself <laughs> of why am I why? doing this? Yeah, yeah why, why am I
1: doing this? So yeah, you, you're more productive and you, um, you're more efficient. Uh, I, I like this one. Uh, you have a better professional and personal reputation. Mm. I think like think of um, you know when I'm stressed and when I'm like you know behind on stuff and like whatever, like I'm sure that gives like a, a negative outlook to my customers or to my friends or what people that I'm involved with but when I'm like on top of stuff and organized and clear thinking like it's probably the opposite people are like oh well yeah. like this guy's got, you know so it's that's important like, the look you're giving off to people
0: yeah absolutely because it, it it really does I mean what you spend your time on it's like you know, how are you living your life is essentially mm-hmm. what it is so if you're not managing your time right like you're it's kind of almost saying like you're not managing your life right in some ways. And that reflects very publicly in everything that you'd spend your time on.
1: Another benefit would be uh, less stress. Um, Also I put down like the ability to kind of be present in the moment with whatever you're doing. Mm. I think when you're um, when we're not organized and we're not, you know, managing what's in front of us that well, it's like we're always thinking about all like the endless tasks Mm. to do. Like I was sharing with you when I've, like recently just feeling super overwhelmed well a big part of it if i'm being honest is because i haven't been um i think i've gone away from some of my old systems of being organized and being um Mm. yeah being organized and so when that happens then i think it's easy for me to be with people and to not be focused i could be with you right now doing this recording and thinking about you know the the bazillion things to do you know tonight whatever tomorrow so (laughs) um you know, having less stress, we're able to be focused with what we're doing in the moment. Hmm. Um, I think that's, that's a big one. <coughs> yeah. That's a
0: really underrated, like, how do I get more clarity in my life? How do I get more focus? How do I not worry so much? How do I not be as fearful? Well, a lot of it starts with mm-hmm. being a better steward of your time, yeah. to be honest.
1: The next one that was like with that was um, having more restful uh, nights, night's sleep, yeah. which might sound like, again, super basic, but like, well, I've been having nights recently where I will literally, like, A, I can't fall asleep, but B, I wake up in the middle of the night just, like, so many things, like, racing through my mind. It sucks. Like, oh, yeah. It's been a long time since I've experienced that, but that's hard, and it's hard. Like, you just don't rest, and you, even when you, like, say, quote, unquote, get, you know, like, eight hours of sleep, whatever, you weren't actually sleeping eight hours, and you mm. weren't uh, really resting, and that affects the way it affects my days and our, our days. And so, um, again, basic stuff, but really does have, like you were saying, is underrated and it has a f- an effect on us.
0: Yeah, I think th- that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I've never been someone to like struggle with like going to sleep or staying asleep. Mm-hmm. The yeah, biggest, same, same with me. Yeah, the the biggest thing for me is like choosing to go to sleep because if I don't feel like I've done what I wanted to do today or I didn't feel like I accomplished all that I wanted or like, uh, you know, maybe like my time, I didn't spend the right time in the right places, um, it makes me feel like I have to make up for it and spend mm-hmm. more time in the day doing those things that I didn't do earlier. Yeah. And so whether that's like reading or I'm just going through my phone or I'm just like thinking and worrying about it, that's the biggest thing for me. Like Then I can't fall asleep. Like then I feel like I have to do those things in order to feel like then I, I am allowed to go to sleep.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, next to kind of again along these lines um so another benefit is being more organized and then you also just having a clear mind i think we touched Mm. on those two already but um super underrated i think aspects of living is having just clarity of mind and being organized i think times when i'm off track um and i'm unorganized it's it's hard for me to live and (laughs) to function like i do so much better when things are uh you know in line and and timely like i I just i function and i simply live better Mm -hmm. um our last two, and then we can move on to the next section. Um, so two more benefits would be uh, in the workplace, increase opportunity for advancement. You know, if you are someone that, like, I'm thinking like now I employ a few people part-time, but those guys that work for me, the ones that like can handle their stuff and like take care of the, ta- take care of the tasks that I give them, like automatically that's like skyrocketing like my <laughs> value for them and like the way I view them and uh, i want to give them more opportunity to to grow and and improve and really any like workplace anyone anyone i've ever worked for i can tell the difference like when i'm on top of my stuff i can tell they're pleased with my work Mm. um this this pops in my head but i'm thinking like kind of off topic but like with the lord like what about like for those things like when we're on track and we're taking care of our work we 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 please our heavenly father Mm. and times when you know we're not on track and we're not following him like it's like the opposite of like you know it's kind like you're, you're not pleasing your your boss in a sense yeah yeah no, why that just popped in my head no
0: i think that's where they call out because like you said um well it's interesting like time management is a reflection of who we are mm-hmm. and what we're investing in and good time management um which is a very limited resource that god has given us is being a good steward yeah. and being a good steward of the time that God's given you makes God happy. It pleases him.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, well, let's get to the the tools and the tips. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah okay. Yeah. So <laughs> how do we, how do we want to do this? Do we want to kind of roll through them or talk about like our personal ones first or do we want to, um, well maybe a, a dis-
1: like a Q and a, you just ask, we ask each other kind of what we do, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. First of all, a little disclaimer, just wanted to say, there is no hack or like formula for time management. Ultimately, it just comes to having discipline. Now, there are some ways you can make that easier. You can make your time management easier on you to, to execute and have, to have discipline and actually follow through. But ultimately, there's no like productivity hack. There's no like time management hack. There's no like perfect system for it. really it's just setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to kind of roll through like what your days look like, what your week looks like, what you struggle with, what you, how you manage your time.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think, I think for me, like now at least one of the main issues that I'm experiencing is, uh, like not really, so not having a Sabbath, but also not really having like a day, eight days off like at all. Oh, like interesting. Pretty much working most of the day every day. And I think that's part of why, um, so I did that. And I also, I changed some of my systems which, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, which I think is why right now I'm feeling so flustered. But hmm. so my days look like now. Um, so my like main work week, and we've talked about this before, but my main work week now is like Friday to Sunday. That's when I do like most of um, I get the work um, with the event rental business. Uh, I, I try to go out on every like, delivery uh, and pickup. So I'll be out there, you know, with the guys and we're, you know, I'm meeting like the, the coordinators and the managers and we're setting stuff up. Um, so really, really just think of it like Friday to Sunday, like, just like physical labor working all day and yeah. it's like and like late nights um and that can be like a lot i had two weeks ago i worked 35 hours in two days it was like yeah. stupid amount Jeez. I mean, that's like getting back at six two in the morning and starting at six the next day like it yeah. was it was a lot um so like the weekends is d- just a chaos <laughs> basically <laughs> and then the weekdays um how so that's a hard thing so how the how the the days work now i mean it's really like like we were saying earlier completely kind of up to me like it's nice because it's my schedule is kind of whatever i want it to be but there's like endless things to get done hmm. and so what it's looking like right now i try to make like monday through like monday through like tuesday like working on like the business like the internal side and so um whether that's you know following up on proposals whether that's um working on the website or um just kind of cleaning things up internally, I guess, you know, going through old emails, following up, like that kind of stuff, responding to inquiries like that is what I do. Um, and then, you know, Wednesday through Friday it's, and it's random. Like it's, you know, right now I'm, I'm trying to work on acquiring like new products. So like, you know, buying new items to put on my website or, uh, or building new stuff, which takes up a lot of time, uh, picking stuff up. I mean, there's like everything I do. And so it's a lot of like random stuff. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. hard for me to give you, a structure you know if I was telling right. you about when I worked at Le Bon's like I could within a minute tell you you know what my days are like they were super organized and like I you know I had like my office days I had my field days like it was very clear now it's like every day is kind of different so um, it's hard for me to tell you what my days are like but <laughs> I can tell you they're busy and they're yeah. they're full well um, that's
0: part of the challenge is that you can't tell you can't tell me what your days yeah, are like because yeah. they're a little different. bit unpredictable and yeah. they vary week to week which is part of the challenge of your whole your whole dilemma, yeah. right?
1: Um, one one thing I want to say that w- before we get to you was, um, so what what's the system that works for me? What do I do? So for me, uh, what I've always done is write everything down. And like that's kind of like my, how I, what I do. And so um, and specifically, I have a very clear organized list. And so whether it's like an idea list, so anytime I have a new idea or like a thought pops in my head, I put it specifically on my phone on a tab that's for, I- for ideas only. So, mm-hmm. Um, it can be like business ideas, like an invention. <laughs> I mean, literally anything. Yeah. Like I, I write it down. Um, then I have a separate list for like my business, so like to dos, right? So I have that list, and I also I've broken that out to like um short term, which is like a, like a weekly goal. I have long term, and I have um like kind of like overall. I call it I call it my master list, but like an overall goal that will kind of like never go away. Mm. So let's say for me. Um, a goal is that I'm going to give 110% with every customer. I would put the, I would actually write that down on my master list and that could actually be like a, be like a core value but I put it down there because I see it often. I see it on my phone hmm. and so for me it's like I have like my day-to-day stuff you know my long-term couple year goals but then I have like my overall like what is my company what it's going to be what are like my um, like my overall goals that aren't going away. Well for me it's to give 110% to every customer so that's kind of what I do is write everything down. Um, and I used to use just like the, the app that came on the phone, uh, app, the uh, iPhone, the, what was it called? The notes. Apple notes. App. No, not that one. I use, uh, there's like the, uh, to do's app. Those oh, the reminders app. Those yeah. Reminders. Yeah. And, um, I had it super organized. I loved it. And I'm like in the process of actually switching over to, uh, using notion, which, we, which we've mm, talked about. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why I've been a little flustered because, um, changing systems, if you rely on them a lot, I think it can like shake up your life. And yeah. like you said earlier, you write everything down. Like, so do I. Like I mean, every little thing, like my day is largely like controlled by my calendar and like my to-do list. And so when I switched, it kind of like threw me off. And like, I think some things have kind of like fallen through the cracks. And so mm. for me, that's kind of been one thing I wanted to point out is kind of getting back to those lists and those, those reminders.
0: Yeah, totally. So how do you feel, uh, you I mean, you mentioned that one of the things you're kind of struggling with is not having a sabbath or a day mm-hmm. off are you doing anything about it like what do you think is going to be sort of the solution to that
1: um so the reason why i haven't um been having a sabbath is because um like the work has to get done like bottom line for the business so if, if i'm not going to do it i need someone in place that can go do the work for me um so i have some guys a few guys that i think i've four like, consistent guys that work for me. And one of them is qualified to like lead a team. So I've had him, what I've been doing recently is simply in advance scheduling him to work Sundays. And so mm. just kind of like knowing for me, like look, like I, if, I, if I'm going to be consistent, I have to plan ahead. So yeah. I've been trying So my way to get back to having a Sabbath is scheduling him to work Sundays. Basically that's kind of it. Yeah. But what's happened in the past is I've had him scheduled and, he's had to call out a few times. So, I mean, hmm. I've had to go work on a Sunday. So, right. which is a bummer because not only like I'm not at church, but like, I miss you know, I miss uh, my ministry of, of drumming there. I can't do that anymore. so that's kind of been hard. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I was thinking about was, um, one, and this is one of the points is having deadlines, but like maybe give yourself a deadline of like, I'm going to take, you know, wh- whichever day it is off Sunday or Wednesday or whatever you choose, I'm going to like consistently take this day off, have a system down by this date. Cause I think that'll, I mean, I know that right now things are kind of like a, a little bit chaotic. You're figuring things out. You're changing systems. You're getting to know the business a lot. And so it's very like early stage and you just kind of have to like scramble to make it all mm-hmm. work. But again, I think this goes back to like the short term versus long term thinking you well, have sure. to, yeah, you, ha- you have to get out of the moment a little bit and you have to zoom out mm-hmm. and think, well, how can I design this to be how I want it to be in six months down the road? Or yeah. how can I achieve my business for the vision of taking this day off and that day off or having this time off and that time off and then reverse engineering into, okay, well, by this date I should have, you know, maybe you don't do like two days off. Maybe you just have one day, pick mm-hmm. a Wednesday or wh- whichever day is easiest get that win figure out that system and then move on to the next one. But I feel like having a date or at least like knowing, like maybe it's even a, a date to start planning that because yeah. right now you maybe can't afford to, but maybe it's like, okay, we'll buy, you know, February 2019 or a few months down the road this day, I'm going to sit down and plan yeah. and really think out how am I going to do this?
1: I think, um, so for me, I think I was telling you earlier that I'm the kind of person like when I know something has to get done, I kind of just go at it like I rather than taking time to kind of really plan and think it all through I just start trying to fix it or do it And so for me like the issue right now is like getting everything done And so like that's what has to happen. So i'm just, just i'm just doing it Like I think yeah. you're right. I need to take time to um, I like really kind of like think through like, okay What do I want this to look like because I didn't buy myself a job? I bought myself a business and so yeah, <laughs> I think it's remembering that like it's easy easy to with that saying, like, work on your business, not for your business. Is that how it goes? Like, mm, yeah. um, it's easy for me just to just kind of, like, work and work for the business. But I need to really work on it, like you're saying, and kind of put in place. Um, or, or think through like, What do I want? What do I want my days and weeks to look like? And then I've reverse engineered it to have that. And so I think it's a good point. Um, yeah, so I'll for sure do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, shall I walk through? Kind yeah, of? I want to hear about your, your uh, day. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, Mine is obviously more traditional in a lot of ways because Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five, I have a full-time job. Uh, Normally kind of what my day looks like a little bit is um, I've been trying every day and I've been pretty good now recently. So I get up at 630 and then I've even like tried to block things out. And actually one of the things I've been thinking about more too is like during work in a traditional job, you like live and die by your calendar. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You go from ne- the next meeting to the next yep. meeting and you're always checking. I mean, I know for me, I'm looking at my calendar every like yep. 10 minutes, yep. which maybe I shouldn't, but you're always like, but outside of work, it's almost like you never look at your calendar for the day. You know what I mean? And so something I've been trying to do is block out like time in my calendar personally. Out of, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because then I'm like, okay, well like the reality is that it, if I don't do it, then I'm probably not going to get it done. So I get up at six 30, I'll go make a smoothie, get my business done, um, you know, get ready for the day. I'll, now I'm trying to do uh, 30 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes of devotions, and then I'll do a 30-minute walk with my dog, Remy. And then that's when I'm off to work. So now I've been basically like kind of structuring it out. So like 8.30 is usually when I have to get out the door to work. Mm-hmm. So that means I have two hours, four 30-minute blocks to get everything done. So I have to wake up at 6.30, just mm-hmm. kind of like, engineering it that way. Then I get off of work and then it's usually a mix of, you know, Monday nights is, uh, is small group night. So it's ministry and I'll go straight to ministry. Um, Tuesday it's either a ministry or it's, uh, or it's kind of like my personal time. So one thing I've also been trying to do is, uh, block out time for me to work on more personal projects. So Tuesday night is kind of like my night alone a little bit and we'll probably start re- recording on Tuesdays, but that'll change. But the, the point is that I pick a night for just me to work on the things that I want to do. Mm. So some of those personal projects is like um, writing or I'm creating a new website or I'm um, reading all night. You know, it's, it's just kind of like that's my night to whatever is on my mind and like work on me basically. Mm. Um, Wednesday is home group night. So go to church, uh, Thursday is, uh, you know, whatever it is for us, whether we're recording or even just hanging out with Monique, um, Friday night is date night that might move. But, uh, but once a week, you know, we've been pretty good about Friday night is date night. And then the weekends is kind of just, you know, whatever it is. Sunday morning is go to church every other Sunday night, possibly every, every week on Sunday night, uh, going to visit my parents.
1: You know, it's funny as you're talking, I- Man, it's making me think more and more like something has to kind of like change up in my life. (laughs) Because so for me, um, my only day off uh, as it just changed. But before what has been the last two months, essentially, my only day off or night off is uh, it's been Tuesday nights. And um, that has been like mine and Connie's like date night. So like my only night off where I'm not obligated to do something. It's it's a date night, which Mm. means there has been like zero time to just have like you know personal time or or even just to relax there's been none of that um yeah I mean, just kind of me thinking as you were talking i mean every night monday night is my is my small group yeah. tuesday night is okay that night off but wednesday night is home group thursday night either we've done this recording or i've had a common ground friday saturday sunday all work yeah and, and all day and night um but man it has me thinking like i have to change that hmm. i'm also thinking like getting married like uh, you know my obligations to my family first now um, the, you know then ministry and, and then my work and I think I've kind of I think mm. in the past I think I've mixed those up. I think I've always made um, like ministry first and and then I think at times honestly, I've, I've had like work before like relationships but I think the reality yeah. is like my wife and my family has to come first Yeah, and, and then comes ministry and then comes work um, and right now it's like work kind of Connie and then kind of ministry. So it's like, I got to fix those, you know? Yeah. Um, It's okay to not work all day, every day. You know, it's, that's yeah, uh, it's not
0: okay to, yeah, exactly. to work every day, all day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. So one thing I wanted to say, as you were talking, I was thinking one thing that has been good for me, have been a uh, consistent morning. So um,
0: hmm.
1: yeah. I, I, I've always been like a fairly like decent early bird. So I've I still, for the most part, I get up early, I have a few days, I'll randomly sleep in, but days I yeah, I get up about six 30 and I, I've, been consistent to read about an hour every morning which has
0: been awesome. Really? Yeah, every morning. She's like without an hour? without fail every morning. Yeah, it's wow. been really good. I really want to do that.
1: Um yeah, it's been awesome. Like just have a of coffee and just like I I do typically like 30 minutes of the Bible and 30 minutes of just like a book. So whether mm-hmm. it's like a spiritual book or like a business book I'm just reading. And that's been really good for me. Uh and so I've uh, cuz in the past in my old job I would start work at 5:45 in the morning so it was like Sleep until last minute, wake up and like run out the door to work. And right. so now that I sucks. can finally enjoy my mornings. So I'm loving that part. That's yeah. been that's been a really good thing for me. Hmm. I think honestly that's how I've been able to sustain this because I do have my mornings, which is nice during the week at least. Like I have, I can take my time and I can you know kind of jumpstart my day.
0: Hello, hello. What? <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, you're, you're tapping, tapping. the. <laughs> oh, I was like, am I, I off? Uh, no, no, you're fine. No. no, that's amazing. I, and that's something I'm realizing more and more is like. Well, so Jocko Willink, he, every morning, I love it because he posts on Instagram and Twitter and like everywhere, Facebook that he wakes up. I think he wakes up at four, Four thirty, I thought. but no, he's in the gym working out at four thirty. <laughs> um, But then, you know, he has a very regimented morning. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think why mornings are so powerful and why I'm trying to invest, I'm trying to become a morning person. <laughs> uh, we've talked about this before, but like, I think like morning person and night owl, like it's not a thing. It's not like who you are. It's really comes down to like your habits and your discipline, but I'm trying to become more of a morning person because mornings are really the only like time where you choose what you want to do. You know what I mean? At night it's going to be either work or it's gonna be family or it's going to be ministry. It's going to decide on like what day, but you're you're never gonna like. No one's gonna ask you like, oh, let's go like get coffee," or like, "Let's go do a like I don't know a mm-hmm. ministry at six in the morning." That time is consistently for you. So if you can be disciplined in managing your time in the morning, that sets you up for for your entire day. Yeah. Um, and something you know, yeah, I, I think I even need to push that even earlier to like six probably, mm-hmm. so I can invest Have even a more, time. more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things that I was thinking about too was. Uh, it's like I said, it's easy to kind of blend everything together. And I think it's really important to have very clear boundaries in what you spend your time on um, and having rules like something that Monique and I have been trying to work on is no work ever on nights and weekends, mm-hmm. because if you, if you don't have that rule in place, it's inevitably going to happen and then there's going to be mismanaged expectations. There's going to be, miscommunication Mm -hmm. there someone's gonna be mad someone's gonna be sad someone's gonna be frustrated and um but then having that rule forces you to be better with your time management during the day you have to get everything done yeah yeah. i have to get everything done nine to five during the week because i can't work in the weekends and i can't work nights Mm -hmm. so it forces you to be more productive having that rule
1: yeah one thing you, you talked about um, like focusing on like kind of time blocks that's one thing i wrote down so one thing i do is i call it time blocking which is um like i will put like slots of time on my calendar to do um certain things so i i, I kind of go about it a few ways with my calendar so either i do sometimes i'll put everything on my calendar so i'll put like 6 30 to 7 30 reading right yes yeah. i mean i'll do like 7 30 to 8 o'clock you know planning my day i'll put every little thing on there or sometimes i do blocks of time so i'll put mm-hmm. like 6 30 to, to 8 30 i'll put you know personal time whatever i don't know i just yeah. make it like a block right yeah. and then i'll do 9 30 to you know 11 you know work on schedule whatever i'll make it like you know um i would put blocks of time and for me i we talked about this earlier was even if like I'm not busy having like a block of time. So whether it's like um, personal time or brainstorming time, whatever it is, like having that block on there and no matter what happens, you don't change that. Mm. So if someone wants to hang out with you or a meeting comes up or something switches, like you don't switch that, that time block.
0: Yeah, totally. Just being true to it. Something also I think is really important that I'm realizing more and more is, uh, the switching costs of time. So if I'm, Uh, Basically, the whole idea is like going from one activity to the next, Mm -hmm. you know, work to life or from meeting to meeting. uh, It may seem like there's no kind of like you can just go from one to the other. The travel time is all you're missing, but yeah. Yeah, it may may seem like there's no kind of no cost of going from one activity Mm -hmm. to another. But in reality, you have Mm -hmm. to make these mental switches and your brain has to kind of get into a different mindset, get into a different mode has to refocus or has to kind of switch focuses and the reality is that that comes with costs and for every switch there's a cost. So whether it's, um, whether it's personal time, like in the morning there's going to be switching costs of now I'm reading now I'm exercising now I'm getting ready, whatever it is. Um, and normally kind of the rule of thumb is that the longer blocks of time you can give to yourself for one activity, the more you will get done in that time. Mm-hmm. So like, I think this is most kind of applicable for work, but something I try to do is have one, like three to four hour unstructured block of time that does not get changed. That does not you know. There's no meetings in there because I can't, for example, if I wanted to get like, if I wanted to write a blog post and I know it's going to take me three hours, I could, block three one hour um, time blocks in my calendar and then I could have meetings in between. But the reality is that there's going to be switching mm-hmm. costs going from one meeting to writing to another meeting to writing to another meeting to writing mm-hmm. and your brain can't do that. So you might have an hour blocked off to write, but it might take you another 20 minutes just to get back into the writing mode right. and to get back to remember what you're writing about, to catch up, to reread it. And so um, I think it's really important to have One big block of time, or at least to structure your day so that you're not switching very much.
1: Mm -hmm. How do you handle emails? Like when when you um like I've kind of always thought like what is I I don't know the best like strategy for that. I've 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 tried a few different things. Um, One that I've been doing recently is like when I'm having to say it's you know three a three hour block to work on something. I'll just close out my email and I I don't open it until at the Mm -hmm. end of that block. Um, Yeah. But I was curious what
0: you do. Yeah, that's really I don't I feel hard. Yeah, it's very hard. I don't have it nailed down, but I'm getting better. And it's this kind of like perpetual, like um, like notifications are everywhere. Mm-hmm. This goes for personal life too. But, um, you know, one thing I do is I don't, I try to have like as uh, the least amount of notifications turned on as possible mm-hmm. on my phone. I have almost no notifications except for text messages Yeah, because those are like the most important thing. Um, for emails, I don't do like notifications, even like seeing the little, like go, like go from zero to one mm-hmm. in the browser at the very top of the tab, mm-hmm. like my eyes will see that. So I'll close out email and then work on whatever it is. Um, and, uh, and so the big thing for me is just like removing as many distractions as possible. Mm-hmm. So usually I'll, I'll kind of first thing in the morning I'll do, I'll catch up on like the most important emails like if it's urgent like hey can you do this thing I'll look at it read it write it down and then go get to it later once I have kind of like my things in order and I have my to-do list then it's okay now I'm going to sit down and do the most important thing that I need to get done and then usually like uh, I'll get to my email really around like noon or one o'clock but I I never constantly check my email Mm -hmm. and like because again you switch back like 50 times in an hour and then you realize you never got anything done.
1: Yeah. What do you um, uh My was I I was gonna ask you a question
0: and slack oh, is even worse. Uh,
1: yeah, slack sucks I, hate slack. <laughs> I was gonna ask you uh for your list Do you write them down on paper or do you do it on your phone or computer like frick like it a, a day at a time? Yeah,
0: I would love to have everything on paper, but that would really? require me. Yeah, that would require me to have One piece of paper, you know one book notebook that I carry around all the time for everything that I can always access. So what,
1: what I mean is, so for me, yeah. I put everything's like on my phone every, or my, yeah. which on a cloud. Whatever. That's but what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is what I what I mean is like for a day. So everything's on my phone, but if I have a day dedicated being in the office, I will mm. get a, like a scratch piece of paper and write everything down oh, oh, for that day. I kind of like time block it out on paper. Yeah. For me, being able to cross that off is super like fulfilling. Mm. Um, Do you do that at all or no?
0: Not quite. So the only reason why I don't use paper is because it's not as convenient as I need it to be. So what I do is, um, for work, I use Trello, which is kind of like a easy project management software you can use. Um, so for work, I know that all my work things go in Trello Mm -hmm. and I have one board and then I have three columns. It's ideas. It's a backlog, which is like things to do just not right now. Mm -hmm. And then it's doing, yeah, Uh, or it's, I think it's called do today. So I have a list of things that I need to do today and then I order them in like the most important and then I go top down from Mm -hmm. most important to least important. Um, So for me, I I write everything down in a software. So for work, I use Trello. Uh, If it's like a if it's something that I need to remember to do at a certain time, I'll use the Reminders app on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. If it's just like an idea, uh, I'll use the Notes app on my iPhone. Um, and I love that because it syncs across your phone, across my laptop, laptop yeah. across any other computer that I use. Like if I'm going from desktop to laptop or from phone, it's always in there. And then if I have like kind of a bigger idea, I'll, e- I'll either put it in Evernote or in Notion.
1: I want to talk about Notion. Um, So we use that for for this podcast. It's yeah. kind of how we really, it's like a project management, like a workplace. It's an all-in-one Yeah, all-in-one kind in one of workplace tool. kind of tool, yeah. And you actually showed me it when we started yeah. doing this, and that's the system that I've been switching to. And so mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's super helpful. Um, like I'm all about it. Like now I have like my whole business is like all on there. Yeah. Um. I, I, I transferred everything from the, what the previous owners had everything like on like a Google, Google Docs, Sheet. yeah. Google Sheets, and all that. And I took all that and put it all in Notion. So it's been a super cool. Um. But I, I'm just curious, like how you found it, and like I don't know what. What would you recommend for someone to use it for like on a personal basis Mm.
0: yeah so um i found it on twitter but it's just it's called notion you can find it at notion.so notion.so it's kind of a funny name i think it's so as some other country they're based Mm -hmm. internationally whatever um but basically you can think of notion as like uh a notes tool and a to-do list app and a Kanban board and a calendar calendar all in sheets. one. Yeah, everything, yeah, yeah So uh, and the reason why I like it so much is because you can easily switch between one format and oh, the yeah. other So for example Trello is all like Kanban boards and you're you can only do boards So then it's like when I want to do a calendar I have to get some add-on and I don't really like the way that it looks But then I, I can never get it into like a list view or like mm-hmm. a spreadsheet. And I definitely couldn't use it for notes because you know, That's a terrible way to manage notes, honestly um, and so I like notion a lot. The, the The thing I would recommend notion for, I use it for my personal life too. And kind of my big, my bigger projects. And it's great because you can have a master list of like everything you need to do. All you can tag it in all the different things. Like, is this work? Is this life? Is this for finances? Is this for like career goals? Um, and then you can view it in whatever way is most convenient for you. Mm-hmm. You can filter it of like only today, next week, this month, this year, um, and uh, there's different pages, so you can interlock pages with with each mm-hmm. other. Um, but I found it's really good just to have like a single source of truth, and that way, I'm spending less time looking for things, and I'm spending more time like getting to that thing and then doing it.
1: I agree. What, so one thing you talked about. Like toggling, toggling between a spreadsheet and a calendar, and like what do you, what you mean by that? As like a hit of a button, you can swap it, yeah. which is so sweet. So for yeah. me, I have like so it's all in the form of like a spreadsheet. It's like basically my schedule for the next couple of years, really, for the business. Yeah. And so it has every job, it has the order, it has the day, the location, every detail that I need. And at a hit of a button let's say rather than looking at my yearly schedule on a spreadsheet if i want to see on a calendar i can just hit calendar view and it automatically takes that spreadsheet and throws it into a calendar and it's so yeah. sweet like I can click on that day that I want. And when I click on that day, I see all the jobs on that day. I click on the job and I can instantly see everything that was listed out on that spreadsheet, all the details. So it's like super, super helpful. Yeah. Like even that alone was like a crazy feature that I was like, wow, this is so sweet. Yeah. That's my favorite um, thing. But I think there's the, so much more than that though.
0: Yeah. And we're not like trying to advertise notion. I think it's the we best actually, tool out there. We do get there. a small commission. <laughs> we don't. I wish we did. Yeah, one day. Um, <laughs> but I think the point is, To have a system, system. you want to make your tools work for you Mm -hmm. and not you work for your tools. That's one of the things I hate is like, do you use your calendar? Do you use your notes app? Do you use your reminders? There's so many different things you can use. And I mentioned a few different tools, but I really don't use those that often. 90% of the things that I do are in Notion. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think having one tool that works for you and that you know is very important for time management. Because then you know, here's the thing I need to do. Here's why. Here's where I find it. And here's how I can get to the next one. Yeah, um,
1: We spent a lot of time on that. So let's move on. We should wrap up <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah, um, I just wanted to kind of hit on a few more that we don't have to spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Uh, but so we said to write everything down. Um, we said to kind of be clear and organized with your list. And I'm pretty sure that's as far as we got, um, we also <laughs> talked about, we wrote down uh, having priorities, right? So yeah. having like a list of things that we all have a list but really kind of figuring out what is done they kind of have like a weekly list a, a today list a master list kind of knowing what is a priority for you um having deadlines we talked about a little bit i wrote yeah. that down using your calendar um one thing i put down was being early for meetings and appointments mm. and i think that's underrated and I, I think it's why i know it's super old school that way of thinking of like be early, be five minutes early whatever right but i think um like, when, when you decide to be early for meetings, it really, it puts your whole day, not even on track, but ahead of schedule. And when you're falling behind, it's like every single thing is like, you're barely making it and you're stressed. Yeah. And so I think that... Whatever you have going on whether it's appointments meetings, whatever it be early also don't over schedule. I think for me I definitely <laughs> Overpack my days a lot. Yeah, and it wears me out puts me behind schedule and I'm less efficient So yeah. I think you know You can be a better manager of your time when you don't do
0: that and usually part of that is that you think like Oh, well, I can schedule this thing for this time and that thing for that time and you don't account for the switching costs I think it's a good point. Yeah, and that. then you also don't account for the other things that come up in your day That you have to do.
1: Yeah um, another thing I want to put down was learn how to say no. Yeah. And this is my that's the biggest yes. one. It's hard, man, so hard.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it comes down to time management is more about what you say no to than it is about what you say yes to. Hmm. And if you don't take control of your time, then someone else or something else will take control of it. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, this comes down to prioritizing too. But I think the most important thing you can do. Is figure out what is the most essential thing that I need to get done, and then get that thing done first, and then figure out all the things that you should say no to.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think also doing um like the hardest thing first, too.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, what I mean, is the yeah. most important? Yeah, because well, I, mean, I guess
1: one well, point is probably going to be the hardest at times. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we sort of default to doing easy things first because we feel like it maybe it builds momentum Jump and it makes us feel day, good. Yeah. yeah. But in reality that kind of just procrastinates doing the thing that you really need to get, mm-hmm. to get done. Um, so do the opposite, do the hardest most important, um, not necessarily the most urgent, but the most essential thing first and then do the other ones yeah. later. Cool. And then you can figure out what is essential. What's not, whatever is non-essential say no, and then if you get through your whole list and you have more time to do other things, then you can get back to those things you said no to originally. Yeah, so um, use your calendar, deadlines, switching costs. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, We weren't necessarily good stewards of our time in this episode, ironically. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps yep. it up. All right, well, thanks for listening.
1: Uh, if you liked what you heard, please leave us a review. Yep. Corey, what do we say every time? Six stars. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, just put stars, another lady. star
0: in the field, an uh, emoji star, and we'll, we'll count that as six. Awesome. That'll make the, the apple gods happy. <laughs> You're so dumb. Maybe they will maybe it okay, to six. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget to visit
1: cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge to go ahead and, and share this, and you yep. can hopefully... Bump up your points and you can get that W in, you know?
0: This is the two-week challenge, so there's very two limited time. Challenge. Please do us a favor. We're asking you to share. Go to cultivateandkey.com slash challenge. Enter the challenge. Share on Facebook, on Twitter. on. Uh, we'll see if Instagram's available. Mm-hmm. You know, share your link out. Make sure to use that, though, and not just share outside. I mean, you can, but that won't cha- that won't yeah. count. So make it count.
1: Well, in the words of my boy, super hot. Bada beam. <laughs> boom. Pow. pop.